Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, Lost, Not Wasted. And our text today is the Gospel of Matthew, the 10th chapter, the 34th through the 39th verse. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. One of my dearest childhood friends died not too long ago. And it was such a loss for me. It was a loss in which I still struggle. I can't remember a time that I didn't know Debbie. We grew up in the same neighborhood in Little Rock. We shared childhood secrets. We used to sneak beers out of her mother's refrigerator. And and we put on plays on the front porch. We... We really had some good times. As we grew up, we drifted apart, but in recent years, we were in the process of catching up again with each other. We had made these plans to get together right before I heard the sad news. When she didn't come to visit like she had planned, I knew something serious was happening, but I had no idea that I was going to lose Debbie. Her death came quickly, without warning, and she was one of the most alive people I've ever known. Death always rivets our attention on what's important. We look back on our lives and think about the choices we made. I found out at the funeral that Debbie had made some good choices in her later years. She had gotten out of a poisonous relationship. She had found a wonderful career. And this is the part that makes me smile. Debbie was saved. She had given her life to Christ. And in the end, when she was lying unconscious in the hospital, That became the most important choice she ever made. Apple creator, the late Steve Jobs, is quoted from his deathbed as saying, Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Maybe we need to think about life's choices before we reach our deathbed. Maybe we need to take our decisions seriously while we are very much alive. That is what this text reminds us. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. You see, this text is about making decisions. It confuses people. Is this about war or conflict? By the way, Jesus is talking. What's what's he saying? Isn't Jesus the one the prophet Isaiah called the Prince of Peace? Indeed, he is. But this is not a state of physical security and harmony Jesus is talking about. Jesus is prince of a more foundational peace, the only peace that really matters, the peace that comes in a restored relationship with God. Jesus went to the cross so that we could live. Jesus went to the cross to give us peace. He died there so that we could reclaim our peace with God. 
in our sinful states, we were enemies with God. But God demonstrates his own love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And because of that, we are restored to a relationship of peace with God. Peace with God is, among other things, confidence in an unchanging God. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ who never fails us. It's a connection with the Holy Spirit to guide and take care of us. This is the peace that the world can't give and the world can't take away. This is peace despite life circumstances. When you have peace with God, you are inevitably going to have conflict with the world. That conflict arises from the decisions that you make as a Christian. You see, Christ demands that we make decisions over and over and over again. And 10 times out of 10, those decisions will run counter to the world. You see, the world says death is the end. Jesus says you can have life after death. The world says winners take everything. Jesus says the last will be first. The world says it's your thing. Do what you want to do. Jesus says it's not about you. The world says save your life. Jesus says lose it. For my sake. Some folks mistakenly assume the Christian life is is about some calm, idyllic, peaceful existence, but nothing could be further from the truth. That's what Jesus is telling us here. I did not come to bring you peace. This is going to be a battle. I'm bringing a sword. Christ demands that we make decisions for the ultimate peace. That's what this journey is all about. Lose your life for my sake. Jesus wants your decisions to result in a lost life, not a wasted one. How do we make decisions? Well, if you look it up, a decision is a process of forming an opinion or evaluation based on judgment and discernment. You make thousands of conscious and unconscious choices every day, whether to hit snooze on the alarm, where to eat, what clothes to wear. Are you going to run that yellow light? Most of you are. (laughs) Many of us make decisions without thinking at all. Prisons, unfortunately, are full of folks who made impulsive choices, decisions on a whim. No thought went into it. Discernment, discernment, spiritual discernment is the ability to judge well based on spiritual direction and understanding. You see, you can let Christ make your decisions for you. And the Bible has an answer for every question. When you're afraid, Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? When you're depressed, Psalm 34, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. When you feel guilty, Psalm 51, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Those are texts you can memorize when you need to preach to yourself, when you need to lift yourself. Let's talk about being lost. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it, Jesus says. This is a powerful declaration. Losing your life for God is letting God be God, giving up the controls to God. The most obvious life to which Jesus refers is our temporal life. We are to treasure Jesus above life itself. But that's just the beginning. What Jesus is saying here is we should not try to save any of our life. We must unconditionally and fully surrender ourselves to God. That's our sense of security, our sense of comfort, our reputation, our health, our wealth, everything. 
Now, a few years back when I was on television news, this, this would have been like talking a foreign language to me. But I understand it now. And the more I study, the more it becomes clear to me. And the more I pray, the more it becomes something which I own. So you ask, is this possible? Well, in the 25 or 30 years that his book, The Purpose Driven Life, has taken the world by storm, Pastor Rick Warren has grown in his faith. He has grown in his relationship. And they tell me that he gives 91% of his income away. Now, Warren writes books. He does lectures. He's in demand everywhere. But he's called a reverse tither. That means he keeps 10% and gives away 90%. That's a physical reality, total abandonment to God. I would say that's what Rick Warren is doing because I don't know too many people who live that way. Philippians 3.8, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. Paul was like that. Paul had let go of everything, and he was a, he was a teacher. He, he had rank among the Pharisees. He was in what they call down south high cotton among those who controlled things back in, in Jesus' time. But he considered it nothing, loss, because he knew Jesus. Nothing is as important to me as my relationship with Jesus. That is what it means to have a life lost to Jesus, lost for Jesus. Any decisions you make will be made with that as your foundation. That's what Paul is talking about. Paul was a very unusual person, but we are called to be unusual too. You see, we're not like everybody else. And we begin to believe this and claim this. That is when we become lost to Christ. We cherish and value Jesus so much that all we want to do is live a life reflecting that value. That's how we glorify God. This is a life of eternal significance. You see, the lost life is a significant life. Everybody wants significance. If you ask people what's the most important thing in life for them, they they might say most often, I want my life to count. I want to make a difference in the world. But you know, you have to decide how you want to make that difference. Theologian John Piper writes, the people that make a durable difference in the world are not the people who have mastered many things, that the people you might read about in the newspaper or see on TV, but the people who have been mastered by one great thing, one great, majestic, unchanging, glorious reality, the reality of a living God. So to make a difference is not what you mastered, it's how God masters you. And when you acknowledge that reality in context of your daily life, you are now lost to Christ. You're in Christ. You're abiding in Jesus, and Jesus is abiding in you. Does that mean you lose your own uniqueness, your creativity, your individuality? No. What you're losing is your independence. You see, you become so totally dependent on God through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the more dependent you are, the more your life is lost to Christ. But you have to see that this is how you become more you. This is who you are meant to be. This is all about purpose. That's why Paul instructs us, whatever we do, whether eating or drinking, do it the glory of God. 
We must be faithful to Jesus in all our circumstances, in celebration, in suffering, in everything. When you glorify God, recognizing your total dependence on God, lost in God, you are fully who you are created to be. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. And that's my prayer for you today, that your life will be lost, not wasted. Be blessed, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign if you love